This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, so some other people that are doing it right in the room are about to join us on stage. Um, if it's not on video, did it even happen? Well, that's what we're going to find out um, as we bring up this next uh, group. So this is Your Day Off podcast. Um, let's, please join me in welcoming industry experts. Coming up here, guys, Tony Stewart and Corey Gray from Your Day Off podcast um, as they interview video stars Sean and Chris. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys are going to be live today, so take it away. Hey guys, my name is Corey, and this is my best bud, Tony, right here. Hey guys, nice to see everybody. Hey, first of all, I just want to thank Modern Salon for actually inviting us and bringing us out, um, out here this, uh, this weekend. We're super stoked to be here and uh, excited to talk to you guys. Um, when Tony and I started the Your Day Off podcast, we, who's heard the podcast? A lot more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I know like 10 of you guys have been on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, dude, we're just, uh, we're excited to be here. And um, we're going to actually do a live podcast here. We're just going to do it, for those of you that have heard the podcast, we're actually going to do it in like podcast format. So we'll have our hard beginning and then we'll kind of get into it. And we're going to be talking to these guys, Sean and Chris, and try to tell, tell, tell them about our guest. All right. So we're here, obviously, for, to expand our influence and... As you saw in the video, you know, this is the guy, and this is the guy. They're the ones that created the video. So they're going to help you get your video content creation up to point, whether you're just starting off or you, want, you need to go to that next level. So these are the guys that are going to help you get your video content to that next level. And, uh, and then, you know, enjoy being a part of a podcast. Exactly. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. You let's ready? Let's get it. You guys ready? Yeah. You guys ready to be on the podcast? And we'll have some Q&A so we get down here so, you know, so it's not just our questions. It's going to be y'all's questions that they're going to answer because, you know, I know a lot of people are going to need, uh, you know, I'm speaking for myself, really, that next level of uh, creativity uh, in my video uh, content. If anybody follows us, you know, there's one part of Heritage is slacking a little bit, and that's my part. So, anyways, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and this is my best buddy, Tony. What's up, buddy? Here we up, are man? sitting at the uh, Salon Digital Summit. Absolutely, man. Uh, the Modern Salon uh, brought us out or asked us to come out, and we get to uh, do some pretty cool stuff today. Yeah, and, and the two guys that we're interviewing, Chris Dela Cruz and Sean Azari, I mean, if you, if you guys go follow them, some of the work that they're doing is amazing. Completely, right? Yeah, they're going to teach, not only teach you how to up your game, but they're going to teach you, you know, just how to take your day and create it into a story. 
Yeah, it's amazing, like, uh, Sean that's coming on, like, he, he does a lot of video, and then he condenses it very, very rapidly into, like, a story. Yeah. Right? So he'll film his day, and then within, like, seconds, it's, like, up on his Instagram, and it's all crazy and stuff. Just like every podcast, it's not about you and I. Nope. So. Nope, 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 nope. Let's so, go. Mr. Sean Azari, yeah. why don't you give us two seconds of who sure, you are sure. and why you're here? Can this, is this working? Right, let me put this more up. Uh, all right, just to give you guys a little bit of context, um, I run a creative ad agency. So I'm not a hairstylist, but I have an idea a very strong grasp of how to create content. So I do it for multiple, multiple brands. Um, brands within home decor, lifestyle, beauty. Um, I made, we have, I have a team that creates video content. So we do content distribution, influencer campaigns, um, and everything in between to help increase their brand awareness and ultimately sales. So uh, what I've been doing also in the past year, well, in the past two years, I've been documenting everything I've been doing and creating long-form video content on YouTube, creating context around it, so stories that help other entrepreneurs, personal brands, and so forth, to take that content and basically, everything that's been working for me, or has been working for my clients, I share that information. So all that, um, it, it's not just Instagram I've been using, I've been using Facebook, YouTube, and uh, so forth, so, and all these, and we're gonna get into that, all these different platforms, you're gonna realize that you have to create different types of content um, for it. And earlier during lunch, I got a grasp of an idea of the people around it, uh, in this audience. A lot of you guys are obviously stylists, uh, some salon owners, some that own uh, these tech companies, right. and all we're going to get into like what type of content you should be creating and uh, how you should be distributing it. Awesome. awesome. Well, we'll get into that. And by the way, you see the camera. He's recording yeah, now. Always recording. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, Sean's actually doing something very cool. He's recording the whole weekend, and then tomorrow when we close, he's going to bring up. A, he's going to produce a video for the entire um, of the t entire weekend. So we're looking forward to that. All right. So he's, yeah, he's going to show you how exactly just within a day, within 24 hours, how he took 24 hours and shrunk it into a story. All right. So, Miss Mr. Chris Dela Cruz, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing. Sure. Well, is this thing on? Can you guys hear me? Uh, first of all, uh, thank you guys for having me here. Um, that little 30-second uh, clip that you guys just watched, uh, that's a, um, um, a docu-series uh, that I'm directing and producing, that I'm a co-creator on, um, that legally I'm not, I wasn't supposed to actually show that. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> close I'm, your eyes. <laughs> so you guys didn't see anything. Um, no, but uh, no. But if y'all still peruse his uh, phone, you can see a three-minute version of it. <laughs> uh, but the, that's a yeah, that's a television show that uh, docu series that um, um, I just got my hands on earlier this year. Uh, never thought, literally in my life, that I'd actually get involved in this hair world because um, when I got introduced to two of those characters uh, earlier this year, um, it was pretty much a wild ride. Seriously. Um, I, I felt like a fish out of water, but now I feel like, you know, I'm slowly, you know, getting out there. Exactly. Yeah, I'm assimilating to the to the hair world. To the hair world. Yeah, well, yeah, welcome, yeah. welcome him, yes. guys. Yes. Welcome yes. him yes. to the hair world. <laughs> um, and we all know who the guys are on the video that we just watched because a lot of you know those guys influence a lot of us. I, I know myself, right? So uh, he is one of the uh, masterminds behind all that. So uh, if you have questions about what they do and how they do it. He's the guy. I have a question. What gear should we start with? So it's not, the thing is that actually when I was walking around, people uh, 
want to go to the next level, and I think a lot of you have already been using your iPhone. Majority have the gear in our hands. It's how to use it, how to narrate that story. Start with that. Again, you are the expert in your own field. You guys are all content machines. You're a walking content machine. Every day you have a unique experience. So share that story, become the consultant of your industry. So that's, it's really just the iPhone, at the, in the beginning stages, especially. So People I, love progression I, as well. So you're saying there's no excuses? What? No excuses? No excuses. I mean, today's, 10 years ago, I, I mean, if you guys remember, we had flip phones. We had no <laughs> video quality, nothing. Today we have amazing video quality. I had a, a vlog that went pretty viral that was shot all through the iPhone. I narrated the story, someone documented it, it was about ayahuasca, it's another topic. <laughs> but um, it, it went pretty viral, it was done, 90% of it was done on the iPhone. You'll be surprised if the story is good and you're, saying, you're, you're telling a good message, you'll get the right audience and you'll go pretty, pretty viral. That's cool, so, if we, so back to you Chris, so um, we have our phone, we're set up, and um, I know I actually Sean did a video of like uh, of how hard it is to vlog. If you guys can find that, it's really great. It's on his Instagram. Vlogging it's is um, awkward. Vlogging is awkward. So, uh, <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts, man? You know, I, I got into the content game ten years ago, um, kind of like when YouTube was was uh, first starting off. And um, a lot of the times, I think the most valuable lesson that I learned in that process was. Um, we usually get in the way of ourselves, you know what I mean? Um, we, we look at the process and we, you know, we, we just tell ourselves, you know what, this is too much work. And, and granted, like, I wasn't doing hair and I, I'm not doing what you guys do. <laughs> so you guys are kind of like doing double duty. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, I almost feel like it's, it's a necessity in, in today's age. You know, the, the, the content business is a volume business. And so you really got to be, um, you know, up to date. Um, and you gotta, you, you really gotta push the content out there. Um, you gotta stay relevant. Um, and I know there was a speaker earlier, and she was talking about like, you know, you just gotta be consistent. And that, that was probably the biggest thing that I've learned, which was content, consistency, and collaboration, the three C's. Um, and that always worked for us uh, in terms of building an audience. And you guys gotta be committed to this for the long term. You know, and I know how you know, you look at all these different influencers that are just killing the game right now, and they have so many followers, and, you know, it's so tempting to want to, you know, just want that right away, but, you know, the, the channels that I first started when, when I was doing YouTube, and I'm speaking on YouTube specifically for a reason, because that's where a lot of my success came in, um, but what we did was we wanted to create content that wasn't going to take too much of our time. Right? Because in a way, you almost have to push content out there to kind of experiment and see how, how people will receive it. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing that I learned was, you know, when you're creating content for an audience, like, we think that we, we have to create the most perfect piece of content. And I think that's, that's, that's a big no-no right there. You know, you can't, I feel like if, you, if you're going to be too perfect with the content that you're putting out there, then you're never going to upload your piece of content. You know? So I think part of it is, you know, and it's scary too, right? Because so, so do you create and plan, or are you just you just creating content? I think initially, like what um, what Sean is saying, initially in the very beginning, I think you got to look at it in phases, right? I think you can't put too much thought into this stuff. You just got to do it. I think part of it is building. Um, you know, you got to condition yourself and build build that sort of you know momentum and building content. You know what I mean? So um, I think I would start there, which is get in the habit of just posting stuff. Right. 
That's it. I mean, I know that a, a great piece of uh, advice that I got when we first started the podcast was um, just to talk. Right, just just start talking, just start recording, just so you hear yourself um, on the mic. And for some reason, whenever my he would call me at three o'clock in the morning. Hey, guess what? I'm on the mic. Hey, look, listen, <laughs> come on, dude. So I would just keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, and at the end of each day, I would just kind of like um, basically blog my day, you know, auto audibly. Although I never released it, you know, but it was just just getting used to um, just to talking on a mic, and so the brain so the brain opens up. Absolutely. Right. And something mm. I want to touch up on, don't think too much of it. You're, majority, like I said, you're stylist. You're doing, you're an artist. Put out that experience, your style out there. Put context around it. What I mean by context, your Instagram caption should be very detailed, like what you're doing. Is it a hair color transformation? Is it a, a I don't know, what's that, a keratin treatment? Um, I'm not, again, I'm not very familiar with the hair. <laughs> so, but it's, it's you're also styling tips. Let's say if you have a product, you're gonna do a product tutorial. You are so, you love this product, or let's say you wanna, um, uh, some, a company sent a product to you. Don't just take a picture of it, I love this product. Show how you're using it. Do styling tips. You're the expert in your field. State it. You know how many people made fun of me when I was, I literally, I'm 32 years old, founder of my company. I go like this in New York City, talking. But not just talking to kind of providing value, and then I'm creating, like what I'm talking about, I'll create B-rolls. B-rolls is like, for when you're narrating a story, right? What's gonna go with the story is a B-roll. I hope that makes sense, but. But, but this so is very charming. awkward. Very awkward. Literally, people, about three years ago, people was like this, why are you walking around with anal beads? Literally. I'm like, well, you can make fun of me all you want that, that, that when I was telling my friends. I was like, but guess what? You're going to ask me three years later how I did it. They did the same thing to me when I was creating all these Instagram accounts in all different niches. I have a parody account called Do You Tinder. I have a, I have a lifestyle account called lifestyle.guide. I have all these accounts that people were very confused. Like, I was creating memes on another account. But then later on, like, wow, man, how'd you know that? Don't follow people. Like, don't, don't be embarrassed. When, when you're taking out your phone and talking to it, just have no shame. You know what you're doing. You're talking to an audience, you're not just talking to yourself. So, I think the advice I got was uh, the video is your friends, right? Or the camera's your friends, right? That's cool. Yeah. So, so okay. As we're trying to go through this without any planning, just recording our day, and I and I and I record my whole day. Is when I get to the end of my day, you know what I mean, now I'm just cycling through the video. Is there a technique that you use when, uh, you know, when you're recording or when, to, to capture my day? Is there, you know, any software you're using or any type of technique? Well, that you're asking two different questions there, but it's like, it's your story. At the end of the day, it has to come together from start to finish. You could record your day and at the end, you can narrate the story and put the right clips that go with it. And then there's techniques within YouTube, Instagram. Whenever you make techniques, you gotta realize every platform is so different. Like you could document your whole day, and if there's a short little clip that makes sense, and you could distribute it on Instagram, that's been what I've been doing on my Instagram, what I do for my clients, and add context around it, that's another piece of content that you could use and you could leverage. So, and a lot of people I've noticed are just using Instagram. Or if they use Instagram and Facebook, they're using it the same way. It doesn't make sense. You've got to use all these platforms differently. 
Um, I, I do want to kind of backtrack on, you know, when you say, like, you know, I know when we, Sean, I know when you say don't overthink it. Like, I know what, you're, I know what you mean. Um, but I think, let me clarify that. I think don't overthink the execution process. Like, I think, of course, you have to have a plan and you have to know what the hell you're going to be shooting. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like, okay, a client just comes in and I'm just going to start filming that person. You know what I mean? Without telling that client. But I, th I think it's the execution side. You know what I mean? I think it's just, you know, figuring out exactly what you want to do um, and, and then figuring out how you want to basically craft content across all the different social platforms. You know, so for example, um, you know, one thing that I always tell people is when, when you are, you know, if you're doing like a, a montage video on Instagram, right, sup, you, you got to supplement that content with maybe some voiceovers or maybe show yourself um, talking about like, you know, the behind the scenes of what went into that. I think that's really interesting, you know, kind of like in movies, right, like, you know, you'll have the directors or the producers talking about like what actually went into creating that piece of work, you know. Uh, I think the key really is you can't just sort of like carbon copy that piece of content video that, that you posted on Instagram and post it on YouTube and post it on Facebook. Um, you know, you just said like I think there, there's different audiences for Facebook, for Instagram, for YouTube. And they, they all, they're all receptive to, they, they all take in differently. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, so like you have your ADD audience on Instagram, they're, they're so used to just seeing like your 30 second clip, right? They can't see anything more than that. But for, for the audience that actually wants to hear your voice and they want to learn more about uh, what you're doing, you know, maybe you put a little bit more effort and post that up on YouTube. And so um, I think that's, that's, that's important to understand because I think, you know, you have to understand what's your value proposition, right? So like when I'm, when I'm thinking about what video I'm creating, you know, I'm almost kind of like reverse engineering the process, right? I'm like, okay, well, how do I want my audience to, to think or what, what sort of questions do I want them to ask me so that I can start this engagement process with them? You see what I'm saying? Um, and so a, a good friend of mine who's actually in the audience, he actually, he actually told me this one thing which was pretty cool. You know, some people are focused on cool, but they're not focusing enough on function. Shout out, you know, who, you know who I'm talking to right there. Um, so, so cool could be on Instagram, right, where, where you're, you're catering your content to this visual audience. But function, that's a different story, right? Maybe you spend a little bit more time on YouTube, and I think that's very important to understand. So, like, I think just know that, you know, you have one piece of video that you want to create, but try to vary how you're going to deliver that piece of content across all the different platforms. Actually, do we have any questions before we go on? How to get more educated on video editing. Let me go ahead. I wouldn't worry too much. I know you, a lot of people are going to say, like, aesthetics, aesthetics. The content's really what matters. I know people want to have this page that looks so beautiful, right? They have this, like, color theme going on. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's your story. Be focused on that. That's what really matters. Not, people are going to follow. It's like, wow, I like that color theme. I'm going to follow that page. No, they're going to say, wow, that content is fucking amazing. I'm going to follow her. I'm going to follow that salon. They're, they're teaching me things outside the salon also. How to keep my blonde color, hair color, for the next month instead of like for two weeks. You're providing that tip. A lot of people are not. It takes a lot more work. But you gotta leverage it like that. And also, 
When Instagram is a little different and YouTube, YouTube you could expand your, your, your content, it could be outside. What I love to do, and I just started doing this myself, I believe every brand and business owner should create a, some type of show. Like if you own a salon, you should create a show. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in a salon. It's, it's really entertaining, a lot of like, you know, you guys are talking about. I think it's really entertaining for people. People love that, they love to see behind the scenes. They do, right? I'm sure like, people could relate to that and that could really build up your brand. Now, I know a lot of people, that's, gonna, that's a lot of work, right? That's a hell of a lot of work. Now, realistically, if you create, there's, there's tools out there, not tools, there's, there's websites out there. Build and be organized, go to Upwork, go to Fiverr, find someone really cheap that can help you edit. You can't do it all yourself. But if they try I mean, to if do you it want to, but you, I mean, yeah. look, I, I don't sleep but, much, so yeah. I like but if they try to do it themselves, what software, what type of editing yeah. software you use? Yeah, so, so there's, there's obviously like, um, if you want to keep it very basic, right? Like there's so many apps that you can download right now. Um, you know, if you go on the app store right now, there's, you know, iMovie. Or um, Adobe actually just came out with an, uh, their new um, mobile editing app called Rush. Uh, so it's, it's, it's called Adobe Rush. Um, and there's like in-app purchases too, where you can basically, you know, upgrade. Like if you want to add uh, extra features in there, but for the most part, it gives you like the necessary tools to make, you know, your, you know, a, a, a beginning, middle, and end. You know what I mean? So like if you have the ability to tell a story, that's that that that's all that matters, right? And it's it's basic stuff. Like you can just record on your phone. Um, you know, you'll open up the app. Uh, basically, it'll just tell you to, you know, you'll select the clips on your camera roll of what you want to actually edit. And it's as simple as dragging left and right, you know, exactly what you want to cut in there. And so if you're, if you're asking, like, where do you learn or how do you figure out technically how, do you, like, how to put, the, put this stuff together, you know, you could start there. And the great thing is, like, YouTube is such a, a great tool to, to research and, and, and figure out how to do stuff. You, you learn know, everything on YouTube. Even on a Literally. beginner level, you know, like even, I mean, I've been, I've been producing and editing videos for 15 years, and I still go on YouTube just for like sm small stuff uh, to give me reminders of like, okay, well, you know, I don't know how, exactly how to do this. But like there's a lot of great in-app, you know, great uh, apps that you can download out there, and it, you know, it gives you like text uh, options where you can put like your cool text and move it around and stuff like that, so. And then if you want to get a little bit more you know, more serious about it, then on the desktop, obviously, you can download Final Cut Pro or, or Premiere, and, you know, usually they're, they're, they're all basic stuff, you know? I think we have another question over here. Hi, guys. I'm Hi. so excited Hi. to be here. Um, so I was just wondering, kind of, because you guys are on the other end of the spectrum sometimes, but you're also sometimes in front of the camera, like, what tips and tricks do you have for, like, getting out of your head and allowing yourself to be yourself without, because I kind of feel like when I do a video, I turn into cheerleader Stacy. Like, hi, everyone. That's not my personality. So, yeah. So, what tips do you guys have, if any, to kind of manage that headspace? So, so uh, basically, you're directing yourself in a way, right? Yeah. Um, the, the way I look at it, you know. I, See, it really depends on who your audience is, right? And, and, and for me personally, like millennials, for example, right? They demand transparency. So if you're basically talking like that, they'd see right through that and be like, yeah, this is, this is phony. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's, you, you got to just. 
you, you got to put yourself in that mindset where, okay, if, if I was showing this to my family or showing it to my close friends or, you know, people around my circle that actually value me, you know, and that want to learn from me, um, like, how would that sound? You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think the problem is, like, we're so, um, we're, we're so um, focused on aesthetics and, you know, our appearance and how we're coming off. But I think at the end of the day, it's, it's just staying true to yourself and, and being as natural as possible. You know what I mean? I think as long as you have a point of view, right, which, is, which I think a lot of audiences are looking for, I think that's all that really matters. And I think that goes to what Sean was saying, which was, you know, when you're focusing just on content, the content and what you want to basically say, you got to be passionate about it, you know? Because if you're, if you're not passionate about it, then it's not going to, it's going it's to come across weird. So I, I, you know, I would say, like, if, if you're not passionate or excited about it, then don't do it. That's All right, I got a question from one of my favorite persons. Is I would like to hear Sean's reply to the other question first. Which other question? What she was just talking about. I, Did you reply to that? No, I didn't. So, it's exactly. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, it's stop being fake. Be yourself. It's change it. It's not you. There's so many people. There's so many people that made it, and you're gonna look up to them. They're not themselves when you meet them. They're fake. They fake it to make it. You heard that saying, right? Fake it till you make it. You don't want to do that. People see right through it, and social media has matured to that point. Where that's why I love video. I love video because it shows personality. You can't fake. You can't Photoshop that. I mean, you got After Effects and all that stuff, but um, Sean has no personality. Huh? <laughs> I just—I mean, that's you gotta be yourself, and make sure your audience knows that. Don't fake it. But at the same time, I love like when I push out content, I want to be entertaining. Also, I don't want to bore them. So that your your own entertainment, you gotta realize who you are, and people will resonate with you, regardless. There's people out there that resemble who you are. And if you create that specific content, like how you're feeling, your experience, again, your experience, what you're doing here today, that's content. What you're learning, and tell your story about that. What you've learned, push it out there. Okay, we got one more question over here. So my question is, I, we work in a salon environment, one of which we try to promote relaxation because we're also a spa. I can't hear Sorry, you can't hear me? No. Should I get closer? Um, I was mentioning that we work in a salon environment, but we're also a spa. So how do you create content in the salon environment without becoming too distracting to the clients when you know they, they're there to pamper themselves or even make it interactive with them? Any, any pointers for that? And there's two ways. What I used to do on, so if you're talking about Instagram, I used to have like the company name underscore spa right, to distinguish it, but now with uh, IG stories and also if you really think about the format, you can blend it in, because spa and, it's kind of the same audience at the same time, at the end of the day, right? And one of the actually clients I work with has a spa, it's a social spa club, so it's just a spa in the Edgewater. Um, but what we do is like, we create not just spa tips, but like how can you, like three ways to stay stress-free in the winter, like three ways to uh, relieve from winter stress. Like we provide those tips, right? That's being the consultant of your own brand. Um, so, and with your IG stories, which I love about IG stories, is now you could really differentiate certain things like services you offer. Like you could do like FAQ on a highlight. Like frequently asked questions and create content around that. You could do spa tips on another highlight. You could do then all these hair color stuff, hair styling stuff, and one another uh, highlight, and so forth to get that uh, again makes sense. But and then with YouTube, 
you could really uh, differentiate yourself by creating different series, how-to stuff, or tips, and then services you offer, like how this, a certain spa element could, again, relieve stress or help a, a, a muscle fracture. Again, also, use your audience, right, to get content out of there. Basically, what are they asking you? Create content around that. You could do like an IG store, like ask me the question of there, like what's your question? Take that and create a video on that. Yeah, and, and just to add on to that, like I, I see the challenges posed with you know, the spa element because it's not like you can just put like a camera on top of someone while they're getting a massage. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, no worries, don't Oops. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think going to what he was saying was, um, you know, it just really depends on what you want to provide for your audience, you know what I mean? Like I, I did a channel that was just based off of etymology, word origins, right? And we made a million dollar business off of just that, which was crazy. So you could take a, something as obscure as word origins and turn that into a profitable business. But I guess what I'm saying is that that's our value proposition, right? There's an audience for that, right? Is, which is, you know, how-tos like um, educating, teaching people, right? Um, and the great thing about something like that, right, is like, in, you know, on Instagram, it's like it's, it's short-lived content sometimes where people will just watch it once and then they won't never go back to it again. Um, something like that where, where you're giving tips or you're educating people on certain you know, whatever it is, right, that, that content is evergreen content, right? So, like, there's no, like, expiration date to that. So, like, it could be, you could post that up tomorrow, right, and it'll still get views 10 years from now. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. Awesome. I think we have another question here. Yeah. Um, what do you guys see happening next with social media? Since you guys have shared your stories of how you guys knew what was going to happen before it happened, where do you think all this is going now next? That's a really good question. Um, well, I mean, 10 years ago when I first started getting into the content game on, on YouTube, I knew for a fact that these sort of, you know, influencers, I, I knew that they were going to have a lot of value. I knew that a lot of brands were going to be, you know, calling them up and basically, you know, collaborating with these individuals. And, you know, and, and, and now you see that, you know, they're getting paid six-figure salaries. Some are, you know, getting paid millions of dollars, which is just insane. Um, but I, I think we're going to continue to see, uh, you know, the value of content creators um, become even more valuable. You know, I mean... I, I, I don't know what other way to put it, you know what I mean? But That's the beauty about video, too. It's going to yeah. really distinguish the, the fakeness, right, with the real people. And actually people that are providing value. The people that, you know, we all know those people that are, that are taking bikini shots and, like, shirtless pics, and that's their content all day. But they're not providing, they can't go behind a camera and actually talk and provide value. And those people are going to, like, it's like, like T-Rex. They're going to be extinct soon, like, pretty much. But when you're talking about what's next, I wouldn't be focused on that. Social media is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But like I'm, I just just got my own podcast equipment. I just came on the first episode. But I'm going to practice that as well because people tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. These guys. Um, so that's why you want to be. You don't want to focus on just IG or just you want to, you know, get your hands in everything and understand it. Yeah, focus on your content, and that way, when something new comes out. You just roll your content, learn how to roll it into that. But I got another question here. Hello. Um, 
As a, when you have a, like a brand no, with more locations, for example, I want to know, because I do a lot of Facebook advertising, but by photos, no, with photos, but if you have some advices to create con video content for Facebook or Instagram advertising, for example. So a lot yes. of things I also like to do is stop, create ads, yes. but don't create ads. And what I mean by that is like, what I, especially with my videos, if you see my Instagram, I sponsor a lot of that, right? There's no call to action. There's gonna be a lot of people, people especially business owners, like, what do you mean? You don't ask them to like for your business? I'm, no, I create brand. Right? I'm telling a story, I'm providing value. People get interested, They're like, what does this guy do? They, get, they dig in. Then, like, then I get people DMing me, like, oh, I, own, I run this company, I wanna I want use your services, I wanna hear more about it. I, don't, I really don't create like, here, we do social media, we do marketing here, right? Provide value. Learn to do that, and then when people are interested and engaged, they're gonna be tuned, they're like, wow, this is awesome, I'm not being tricked into anything, right? So try doing that. Oh yeah, one thing I want to add too with the uh, content that you guys make, um, I used to do was response videos. So like, you know, I'll upload a video and maybe give it like a week or a week and a half just to generate some responses out of there. And what I would do is actually I would read, I would create a video where I would, I would answer people's questions. And so what, what ends up happening is you actually build this nice uh, connection with your audience and that actually gets them coming back, right? Um, that's a really good way to, to sort of build that you know, organic, organically build that, um, you know, that good foundation of, of your so audience. Did I, did, a minute. Was, this, was the question answered or? Yeah. Okay. Minute and 30 seconds left. So when you're, when you're enhancing your videos, like adding music or any other type of content <laughs> to it, is there any type of copyright infringements we should be looking out for? Everything. Of course, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Is there, is there a way to So like on stuff? YouTube, there's, a, there's, there's plenty of sites. There's one site we use that that's called Epidemic Sound. Com where you could register, you pay like a yearly fee, where you could use all the music for that YouTube purposes. Um, yeah, you can't like use Rihanna or something, you don't own the music, especially if you're like sponsoring that content, unless you get their permission. Um, so, but there's another beauty about it, sometimes just work with your local artists. They're trying to get the word out there, they might be really good. Like pretty right? gritty. Like pretty gritty, that's what we did. music for free, as long <laughs> as you're, you're, you know, putting their name somewhere. There's a lot of royalty-free uh, websites, too, that you can log into and create accounts. Can you and stuff. throw a few out there? And, and another thing, like I said about Upwork and Fiverr, there's so many people that just want experience. People coming out of college that if you, okay, if you don't, let's say you have so much work in your hands, like we're telling you this, create video, video, video. It is a lot of work. And if you don't want to put the hours in, I get it. Find other ways to maybe add someone on your team. People, there's college kids that just want experience, that's, that, that, not experience, they want to put, create a portfolio, right? All right? Work with them, credit them. They'll create content for, for maybe free, maybe Tw with a small 20 budget. seconds, how can people reach you to, if they have more questions that you can answer? What, what is, what's your handle? What's Email your me, I'm around for the next two days. All right, see the guy approaching. Chris? Whoops. Same, email. All right, so DM. they're open, feel free to email. comment. Instagram. Uh, awesome. Chris, Sean, audience of Digital Thank you. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you, guys. you very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you guys so much. That was great. On the topic of video, um, does anybody in here ever use the app Splice? Splice is a great app that you can use. Um, I don't, like we've gone to the Apple store and I've tried to learn like video editing tips that way and I've always found that I'm just more comfortable on my phone.
So anytime I want to edit video, I download, I use the app Splice. Um, and it's really great. Um, you can slow down your videos, speed up your video, you can splice videos together. Um, I love that one. 